Is There Hope As We Look Into the Face of the Storm? Welcome to the Business of Medicine on the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and I was recently at the Health 3.0 Summit in Las Vegas, Nevada, and had a chance to sit down with a few of the keynote speakers. My guest today is Todd Park, co-founder of Athena Health. Todd co-founded Athena Health in 1997, and in his current role of Chief Athenista, he functions as the company's long-term strategist, assessing the evolving healthcare landscape, envisioning Athena's place within it, and exploring significant opportunities for the company. Todd, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Larry. Well, I guess the first question is, Todd, is there hope for us in the future? I think there definitely is. I've spent the last four months interviewing 140 leaders across the healthcare landscape. And I think there are two broad themes. One, a near universal consensus that the healthcare system is colossally screwed up. Yes. Uh, and also a near universal expression of will to do something about. I think as uh, Churchill famously said, America can always be relied upon to do the right thing once it's exhausted every available alternative. And I think that that's actually where America is with respect to healthcare. And so the encouraging thing that I saw, I think, was that expression of will. Know, that universal acknowledgement that we have to do something and it can't be incremental and it needs to be radical, not that it'll take place overnight, but that there is significant commitment to underlying change of the whole system, I think, over the next decade. Well, you're giving a talk this afternoon entitled Disruptive Technologies. Is that really what you're referring to? I think that's part of it, actually. You know, I think that technology, though, whether it be information technology, clinical technology, process technology, is really simply a, a means to an end, as it were. And I think that the end if I were to crystallize it, that everyone seems to be talking about, which I think disruptive technology can be very helpful to furthering, is a realignment of incentives between payers and providers and consumers. You know, virtually every constituency that I've spoken with, whether it be government, business, consumer, financing, delivery, et cetera, everyone says, look, you know, the alignment of incentives between patient, provider, and payer are just colossally screwed up in America. That's really the root cause of why everything is so expensive <laughs> and why the perceived value of what we're getting for the healthcare expenses is so low. Len Nichols, a health economist at the New American Foundation, said it, I think, best. He said, if you combine fee-for-service reimbursement for providers with very low cost-sharing by the consumer, with a very small effective evidence base, what you get is number one in the world in healthcare spending and 37th in outcomes behind Slovenia right. and Costa Rica. So that's where we are. That's where we are. And I think that uh, for the first time in my career in healthcare, I'm actually seeing an alignment of people across the board, across constituency sets, against that idea, against an embrace of that reality and a desire to actually realign incentives between the payer, provider, and consumer so to do something about it. why now? Why do you think they are aligning? Uh, I think they're aligning now because there's a growing realization that there's no choice but to confront that reality. So, you know, managed care, which was our last great hope to control health care costs, um, turned out to be not nearly what it was cracked up to be, uh, create a whole bunch of havoc and hassle and only briefly arrested the rate of growth in healthcare spending before it climbed again. You know, we're experiencing a rapid increase in healthcare spending yet again. You know, it's now, what, $2 trillion and something like 16% of GDP. In 1980, it was $250 billion and less than 9% of GDP. And it's projected to hit 20% before we blink an eye and keep climbing. Whereas in uh, other developed countries around the world, it's again in the single digits, and they, again, get better outcomes than we do. So if you combine that with sort of uh, measures like the fact that uh, Medicare is $65 trillion underfunded, 
Social Security, which everyone talks about, is only $11 trillion underfunded. <laughs> Medicare is $65 trillion overfunded. And the fact that employers, both large and small, consider healthcare costs to be their number one obstacle. You know, the CEO and chairman of Intel recently, about a year ago, gave a speech to the Business Roundtable and said, I promise you something. I promise America that I will ship every job I can overseas until we fix this healthcare problem. And I promise you that I may be the only guy brave enough to say that, mm-hmm. but a bunch of you out there in the business roundtable are thinking exactly the same thing. So it's impeding American competitiveness, it's bankrupting the government, and in general, it's becoming an unsustainably large chunk of what we spend our money on uh, relative to the value that we're getting for it. Craig Barrett said, he said, look, you know, if I were getting, right, and I'm spending four times as much as the next guy on healthcare, if I were getting four times as much value in terms of productivity, and in terms of you know, quality of life, it'd be all good. But I don't think I am. <laughs> so until something in that cost value equation changes, I'm shipping jobs overseas. So what is Todd Park's solution? Or where do you see Athena fitting in to kind of help out or even take advantage of the current chaos? Well, I think that there's enormous opportunity embedded in the chaos, precisely because I think the old settled order is being unsettled. And because, again, across the board, you see people willing to embrace new ideas. And I think that one of those new ideas, which Athena champions, is that doctors should be empowered with a whole new class of powerful infrastructure, web-based applications, knowledge bases, and back office support that enables them to kind of navigate the storm and become a whole new kind of power for the positive and for good in healthcare. Like, for example, I don't think it's realistic that every doctor join Kaiser Permanente, right? But I do think it's possible to give the power of scale and the power of a Kaiser to individual doctors through large-scale, powerful, web-based, organized infrastructure. So like what, what have you seen happen over the last few years for Athena's clients? Yes. Have they been able to go up against Goliath? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, you know, we have produced some recent stats on uh, our Athena client performance that are pretty astounding, uh, which we'll be talking about soon. But suffice it to say that uh, not only are folks on the Athena network experiencing much faster payment and more payment than doctors on average, but they're also interestingly growing <laughs> much faster. So while the average American medical group isn't actually growing, our average client group is growing actually quite rapidly in terms of a revenue. And I take revenue as a proxy for expansion of practices, uh, hiring new clinicians, um, adding ancillary services, et cetera. And that's very, very exciting to me because it speaks to the fact that even in a very, very tough, increasingly difficult healthcare marketplace, that there are a group of doctors out there that I know well, our own, our clients on Athena, who are kicking butt and taking names and driving straight into the heart of the storm and building ever stronger practices that are doing ever better jobs for the patients. Todd, does Athena have any plans to globalize, to tackle problems in other countries? It's interesting that you mentioned that question. We've actually been thinking about that. And in my... But we means you. Me and me. Me, me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my colleagues at Athena. Right. You know, to make a really long story short, you know, I think as a business in the medium term, it's really important for Athena to focus. While I think that there's tremendous opportunity long term globally, that you know, Athena still has less than 2% market share in the U.S. So in other words, there are a bunch of doctors out there that need our help that we haven't gotten to yet. And so before you know, we really commit ourselves to you know, going to you know, Germany and Azerbaijan, you know, right. we really should double down and seek to reach more doctors in America. But I do think there's actually massive opportunity long-term for Athena globally. So if you're at 2% now, what's your growth rate currently? 
I'm under certain restrictions in terms of what I can say. Not, not revenues, <laughs> just growth in terms of how you're impacting the small doctor's office. No, I don't care about money. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we're adding actually more and more doctors every quarter as the word gets out about Athena. And uh, interestingly, while historically our sweet spot has been essentially the medium-sized doctor group, our two fastest-growing segments are actually the megaliths, the big practices, and actually the super small practices, the one three doc groups. That's been a huge breakthrough for us, and probably the thing that's happened to Athena that I'm most pleased about in the last two years, which is that we've figured out a way to cost-effectively get to and serve those groups. Because you make an argument, a uh, pretty good one, that actually it's precisely those groups that need the most help as the storm gathers force in terms of healthcare in America. So we've actually built the ability to actually sell, educate, and implement small practices over the phone and over the web, which radically reduces the cost to them and to us of that sales implementation process and has made Athena accessible to, again, the 40% of American doctors that practice in groups of, you know, one, two, and three, which has been wonderful. I just took a look at our performance stats and we're performing spectacularly well for that segment, which is really, really wonderful. Todd, what are Athena's current plans and what are their future plans in terms of electronic medical records? Sure. Historically, what we've done, as you know, is uh, focused on medical billing and so provided a uh, internet-based medical billing service that addresses doctors' number one issue, which is getting paid. But now that actually we've helped doctors do that, we are expanding our offering to include what we call Athena Clinicals, which is a web-based electronic medical record service. It's a very strong belief, though, that EMR by itself isn't sufficient to be helpful. It's software by itself is a necessary but insufficient condition to actually changing doctors' lives for better. So we've actually framed Athena Clinicals as uh, what we call a clinical cycle management service. So it combines a web-based electronic medical record with a rules engine that contains clinical rules, paper performance rules, clinical guidelines, et cetera, and what we call a clinical back office. An Athena team, people and machines, essentially interact with the outside world on your behalf. So basically, fax or send electronically orders to labs and pharmacies, and then actually receive via fax or electronic means the results, and then post those into your EMR for you. So it's essentially a service that keeps your EMR up to date and manages its interaction with the outside world. So we think a combination of the web-based EMR plus the continually updated clinical and PVP rules plus this clinical back office that keeps your medical record up to date is actually the combination of things rendered as a service that will really help our clients access the full benefit of an EMR in terms of cost savings, in terms of more time with patients, and in terms of clinical processes that are better under control and more transparent. Todd, we're almost out of time. Can you tell me what you are most excited about currently that Athena is doing? I'm actually most excited about what I'm seeing our clients doing. So, you know, we never thought of ourselves as the heroes of healthcare. The true heroes of healthcare are the doctors and the practice managers and the receptionists and the nurses on the front line. And now that I've seen 13,000 clinicians armed with the power of Athena and given the money, time, and energy to focus on patient care again, as opposed to futzing with insurance companies. I'm seeing what they're doing, and uh, what they're doing is extraordinary. And it gives me hope that if we arm more doctors and more practice managers and more receptionists with the power of something like Athena, that we can regenerate American health care at the grassroots level from the inside out, and that would be my fondest, fondest dream. Well, Todd Park of Athena Health, thank you very much for talking with me today. Thank you, Larry. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, and you've been listening to the Business of Medicine on the Clinician's Roundtable. 
If you'd like to comment or listen to any of our library of podcasts, please visit our website at ReachMD.com. Once there, if you register with the promo code RADIO, we will give you six months free of streaming ReachMD. You can listen to day or night. And thanks for listening.